0: This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Our next story is from Afghanistan. Earlier today, it was struck by terror once again. There were two separate attacks, both aimed at Afghan civilians. The first attack unfolded in Mazar-e-Sharif, the fourth largest city of Afghanistan. The capital of the Balkh province, a second attack unfolded in Jalalabad, the fifth largest city in Afghanistan, and the capital of the Nangahar province. I'll start with Mazar-e-Sharif. At around 7 a.m. local time, it was hit by an explosion. A roadside bomb went off near a packed bus. It killed more than seven people who were aboard the bus. All seven happened to be employees of a petroleum company. Visuals from the attack site show workers sweeping pieces of broken glass as food stalls lie damaged in the vicinity. Another set of visuals show injured being rushed to a hospital. Most of them have suffered head injuries. Some are lying with shrapnel in their legs. They all happen to be employees of the Hairatan Petroleum Company. Let's now listen into their account.
1: We were on the way to Hairatan. We don't know how it happened, but an explosion occurred in Sayyidabad. All are civil employees, not government employees. One of our stops was Sayyidabad Square. On the way, I don't know exactly what happened. I was reading the Quran on my phone. I was reading the Quran on my phone screen. And then there was a boom at Sayyidabad Square.
0: As the victims were being treated in mazar sharif they received news about another explosion. This time in Jalalabad. Reports say at around 1.45pm local time, a blast unfolded in Jalalabad's Talashi Square. Right next to the city's money exchange market. The blast injured at least six people and last we checked, there were no casualties. So who was behind these attacks? No one knows. No group has so far claimed responsibility. So as of now, your guess is as good as mine. That said, these attacks are not isolated incidents. They're part of a string of explosions, ambushes and killings. In late November, there was a terror attack in Airbagh, a city in Afghanistan's Afghanistan Samangan province. More than 19 people were killed and 25 others were severely injured. In October, there was a suicide bombing in Kabul. It unfolded at a mosque on the grounds of Afghanistan's interior ministry. More than four people died. 25 others were injured. A month before this, in September, there was another attack on a school in Kabul. It claimed the lives of more than 52 people. Most of them were young female students. Similarly, in August, a deadly blast ripped through a mosque in Kabul, killing more than 21 people and injuring a total of 33. It doesn't end there. Throughout this year, there has been at least one terror attack every month. It is hard to give an exact number. But these attacks only depict the resurgence of terror on Afghan soil. Despite the Taliban's promises to ensure stability, the country has gone back to being a hub for terror groups. In fact, the Pentagon says that a number of terror groups that had become dormant during American presence have become active once again. The list includes the Al-Qaeda, the ISIS-K, East Turkestan Islamic Movement, the Islamic Jihad Group, Jaish-e-Muhammad, and the Lashkar-e-Taiba. They're all using Afghanistan as a citadel and conducting attacks all over the country. Now, this has led to concerns among Afghanistan's neighboring countries. They're worried if the Taliban is able enough to thwart terrorism or whether it's being too sympathetic towards terror groups on its soil. What they fear is a spillover effect, and these attacks and the groups behind them could be reaching their borders. India is one of these countries, and it's not taking any chances. Earlier today, it held an NSA-level meeting with five Central Asian countries. The aim was to discuss the security crisis in Afghanistan and the threat of terrorism emanating from its soil. Who all were present for this meeting? Besides Ajit Doval, there were his counterparts from Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan and Uzbekistan. Turkmenistan was represented by its ambassador in New Delhi. So what did these leaders discuss? The situation in Afghanistan, they deliberated on their shared concerns and solutions to stop the country from becoming a safe haven for terror groups. Let's now listen into some remarks made by India's National Security Advisor Ajit Doval.
1: The persistence of terrorist networks in the region, including in Afghanistan, is also a matter of deep concern. Financing is a lifeblood of terrorism, and countering terror financing should be an equal priority for all of us. We should also call on all UN members to fulfill obligations enshrined in the relevant counter-terrorism conventions and protocols and refrain from providing any form of support to entities or persons involved in terrorist acts.
0: You heard that. Countering terrorism should be a priority for all of us. UN members should refrain from providing support for it. Who exactly was NSA Dawal referring to here? Who else but Pakistan, a country which despite being a UN member, a country which despite promising to uphold UN conventions, continues to aid and abet terror activities within Afghanistan. NSA Dawal's message was simple but clear. To counter the threat of terror in Afghanistan, we'll first have to take on those supporting it. The generals sitting in Rawalpindi and their political puppets in Islamabad, who have a big role to play in the resurgence of terror on Afghan soil.